me talk to you. Welcome to another exhilarating episode of Sofa King Smarts Podcast. My name is Chet Von Chetsky, and we are about to break down Survivor Series and review Monday Night Raw. I got a special guest this week. Joining me is Nate Smythe. He is filling in for Hoobie this week, a.k.a. That Dude Ben, a.k.a. Hoobitio. He is on assignment doing Lucha things, whatever Lucha stuff does. He's probably hanging out with Luchasaurus, for all I know. How the hell are you doing, Nate? Oh, man, Chet, I'm doing great. Uh, It's been a lovely day, and I appreciate you having me on. Absolutely. Glad Glad to have you, my brother. Yes, sir. All right, let's just get into Survivor Series this past Saturday in Chicago. Yeah, Becky Lynch, Charlotte Flair, Bianca Belair, and Shotzi. They defeated Damage Control, Bailey, Kyrie, Eo Sky, and Asuka. Uh, during the match, Bailey report repeatedly saved the match for her team, breaking up pins, going the distance as the first competitor to enter on the heel side. Ultimately, she was battered and beaten enough that Belair could down her with the KOD, and Lynch could add a manhandle slam through the table for the win. Uh, what'd you think about this match, brother? I tell you, man, I was um, I was not excited to see it at first because a lot of these women's matches lately have been slow. They've been clunky. They've been, you know, botch fests. Uh, but I was thoroughly, thoroughly impressed with this match. Uh, the ending, the ending made it better, especially the last third of it. But uh, in the beginning, yeah. anything Shotzi did was a botch fest. <laughs> yes, whatever she touched yes. turned to absolute shit. And that's wild because I went to uh, an Evolve show in Philly like three years ago with my son, and she put out 37 chairs and dove on this girl and thought we we thought she killed herself. Um, so I was like, this chick's going to be awesome. And boy, was I wrong. Yeah, wrong about that. Yeah, yeah she's uh, <laughs> new levels of cringe I didn't know were possible in this women's division. Yeah. But uh, with this finish, uh, it's going to propel the damage control story forward. Presumably to the point where their teammates kick out Bailey, possibly setting up a face turn. Who knows? What do you think about that? I would love to see the hugger come back, at least for one <laughs> night. That would be awesome. That would be man. so cool. I would pop the hard Bailey for buddies. That. Yes. The wacky wave- <laughs> yeah. waving inflatable arm tube men. You'd be uh, filling them up with the uh, blood flow to your nether regions. Yes. yes. My groinage. Yes. My. <laughs> All right, so next up, uh, Gunther defeats The Miz with the Lion Tamer to retain his Intercontinental Championship. Quick nod to Chris Jericho, who they mentioned during this match. That was wild. That was wild. That was two two Jericho uh, Easter eggs, I guess. Or one of them was very blatant, but, you know. Yeah. And he mentioned Edge as well. He did mention and Edge. there was... Some Bret Hart references for the Miz. Yeah, they, it was uh, it was nice to hear. You know, that's still canon in their universe. Yeah, I I do appreciate that. Yeah, and it, you know, I I might be in the in the um, I don't know how to word this. I might be in the uh, I might be the only one that thinks this, but I'm a bigger fan of Fat Walter than I am of like. You're not the only Gunther. person who believes that. It, it, he was a, such a. I mean, he's still a beast, but it just chops hit harder when he was heavier. Uh, yeah, I have a, I have a Walter shirt and I have an Imperium shirt with four members on it. <laughs> Whoa! Yeah, that was yeah, that was awesome. What was it, Alexander Wolf? Wasn't that his name? Yeah, Wolf. Yeah, yeah, the guy, the guy with the beard. Yeah. 
So yeah, I, I've been a, I've been a Walter fan for a long time. I still wear my Walter yeah. shirt. Nobody nobody knows who the hell he is. One guy, guy like exist. a year ago, I was wearing the grocery store. He goes, "Sweet Arnold Schwarzenegger shirt," and then I was like, "Dude, you have no idea." <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. And then get and out then of I, my face. Just yeah. trying to. <laughs> then you want to Walter shop him in front of the canned corn. <laughs> Dude, I'm just trying to buy cantaloupes. Leave me alone, you creep. Yeah, for real. Uh, but yeah, uh, Gunther retains. Everybody knew he was going to win. Yeah. Yeah. Miz had no chance. Crowd actually got behind him, which was kind of stunning to me. But, uh, you know, it's the Miz. He's a 20 year showman. He's an entertainer. Yeah. He's not the professional <laughs> wrestler. Now that's Arnold. <laughs> yeah. I guess so. <laughs> now I you know, he um he plays a he plays the part well, uh, but he's I just think he's a, a much better heel. He's a corny, cheesy face, but that's what he does. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'll agree with you. So, so, uh, 2016 17 Miz is top notch Miz. Prime Miz. Prime I'm, Miz. I'm all in on it. Yeah, me too. It's the greatest intercontinental champion that ever lived. He's pretty close. Yeah. Until until Guther, but you know, how long? How long? Stud. Yeah, stud. He's a beast. He is a beast. We're gonna we're gonna talk about a stud later, but I'll get into that later. Oh, okay. Yeah, there was a stud on Monday Night Raw who took his. Yes, there was. Who dropped his uh, trowel? I was like, whoa! It's so hey. You knew exactly who I was talking <laughs> about. I looked at my fiance. I was like, Shh, "Avert your eyes, woman." Yeah, <laughs> look away. <laughs> Don't see what a real man looks like. That is a real man. <laughs> but we'll get into that. Yeah, we will get into that. It's a long topic, if you know what I'm saying. All right, so <laughs> Santos Escobar defeats Dragon Lee with the Phantom Driver in a short match that really had no time to shine on a show that only had five matches. So, as he was filling in for Carlito, who was uh, kayfabe injured on SmackDown, uh, I figured this match was going to be way better, and they just delivered. I feel like he just, like, we're going to do the same moves Carlito was going to try, really. Like, it's just, yeah, he's a typical <laughs> replacement. Yeah. They didn't do no, I, thought I already gonna, rehearsed this. I thought it was going to go like 15 minutes and be badass, and it wasn't. It, it definitely has the potential with those two to do that. Absolutely. Yeah, we'll see. We'll, but, see, we'll see where this uh, story progresses on Monday Night Raw. Or, well, no, actually, they're on SmackDown. So, on SmackDown. Yeah. yeah, they'll run it back 15 more times. We'll have plenty of time to see it. They could have just did it like twice, two, two good times. <laughs> yeah, I'll take that. Yeah, but we're going to get 15, like you said. That's actually probably what's going to happen. Uh, Rhea Ripley defeats Zoe Stark to retain her Women's World Championship with a riptide. And all I can remember from this match was cowgirl chaps and ass. Assless chaps to show the ass. Yes, 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 yes. Chaps and ass. My ass was and the chapped watching this. In a good way. Yes. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I can see what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, that man. That, that was uh, something else there. But uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, Mariah's scary. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> see, she played the part. My brother's getting more people on that bandwagon. <laughs> oh, dude, your brother's a legend. <laughs> I mean, it, it literally fits, too. It's a crazy thing. All right. Yeah. yeah. I get yeah, it. Absolutely. All right. So uh, we got the main event, the men's war game match, Cody Rhodes, Sami Zayn, Seth Rollins, and Jey Uso, and a returning Randy Orton, 
defeat Judgment Day and Drew McIntyre. Oh, uh, yeah, it was, it was pretty good. The Judgment Day, Drew McIntyre, they were in dominant position late in war games. Enter Randy Orton, who made his way to the ring amid a roaring ovation. Huge, huge ovation. The guy was ripped, shredded. He was on all of Hulk Hogan's vitamins that have ever been put into mass production. He said a lot of prayers yeah, and he, trained a lot. Yeah, he said, yeah, yes, he did. He got on his knees and he prayed. He was huge. He swole. He looked good. He did look good. But uh, from there, the baby faces fought their way back into the match, each delivering their signature offense before the American Nightmare planted Damian Priest, Senor Money in the Bank, with a crossroads for the win. And the victorious baby, st- baby faces stood tall in the arena. Greeted their win with a celebratory pop, but little did they know that that was not going to come close to the pop that they were about to get Not even close. The copyright logo appears on the screen. I'm live streaming myself. I don't think it's happening. I'm kind of looking down going, well, that's that. But then it hits. Cult of personality. Living Colors cult of personality. Plays over the PA system. And CM Punk has returned and walked back on our screens on a WWE television. How fucking awesome was that? I never thought I would see that ever again. Me neither. It's part and of the way I where would... I sound like this right now. <laughs> My son was in the chair. He jumped up so hard. The chair flew back against the wall. May or may not have dented the wall, but that's, a, you know, it's a price we pay. Yeah. Just write that off to WWE. Send that to Stanford. <laughs> and then my mouth was just like this. <laughs> and my fiance, my fiance who watches wrestling but doesn't really understand it like we understand it. She's like, why are you guys so excited? Didn't you just say this all day that this was happening? And I was like, well, yeah, but we didn't know it was happening. Yeah. We were hoping, but it, it was just, I felt like a kid again, man, for the first time in a long time. Yeah, I was I was pumped. As if you could I couldn't tell. tell. <laughs> oh. That was the best that was the best like just a lot of these reaction videos you see I'm wondering if they like see it and then rewind it and react for the camera. But like yours was legitimate. Like, yeah. You were so excited, man. <laughs> oh, I, I was it was awesome. Oh yeah, I got I got the entire 4 hours of before that of Survivor series, everything else of me just what in the fuck what in the fuck you know, but yeah, it was a, it was good. It was awesome. Uh, like I was seeing on Monday Night Raw, they were showing people's reactions, and I was so pissed because I had I had it set on podcast recording, so it said turn back, like it cancels out background audio. That's why it sounds like shit. Oh, okay. Yes, so it it would sound like me and you talking if I didn't have that on, if I just had the other settings. That's why mine sounds like shit. And I see that montage of people on Raw, and I'm like, ah, oh, my video could have been in there. Fuck. <laughs> but I have that shitty audio. Yeah, that could have been me. It should have been me. It should have Who said that, Ziggler? Yeah. It should have been, been me. Been. Dude, this is the second time I've botched a return, because we got the uh, Undertaker returning at WrestleMania 34. And it's got like, I don't know, 70, 80,000 views at this point. But my brother had it on private for a year and a half. <laughs> ah son of a bitch <laughs> so it amassed all that yep. years since it would have been like in the one point something million because it was like 14 of us in a room you'll have to send me that yeah, i would love to see that absolutely you can't hear a word we said because we put the phone right next to the sound bar 
So all you hear oh, is okay. the Undertaker's music blasting. But you can see that I was uh, visibly pissed off for a minute because I didn't think I thought <laughs> I thought Vince was trolling us. I was like, yeah, he's got us. Hey, you know, they, they know when to get me. You, you can always see my genuine reaction. If I'm pissed, I'm pissed. It, <laughs> I, I'm not putting on a show. I'm legitimately pissed. Things are not going my way like a child. No, that's I love it because, it, like I said, it's so genuine. Like when they um, when I heard they fired Matt Canada, I was like, I texted Hoovy. I was like, you got to get Chet's reaction. I got to see it. You were probably just rejoicing. Yeah, it was awesome. I couldn't, I couldn't believe they fired. It's the first time they fired a coach in like 50 something years mid season. Yeah. And then what happens the next week? They put like 450 yards yeah, of offense yeah, up. Yep. Hmm. Hmm. Najee Harris has his best game in like since uh, college. <laughs> and now they have the easiest schedule remaining. Fuck. Yeah. We're screwed. No, you're not. No, you're not. You're good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that is Survivor Series. Big return by CO Punk. Two good War Games matches. Um, take take the return out of it, Chet. What would you say that that – how would you rate that pay-per-view if he didn't return? I thought it was B minus B. I thought it was good. Yeah. Yeah, I would give it like a B, a B minus, definitely. Yeah. But that 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 return just that makes it A plus. A plus. A plus 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 plus. I mean, he Punk says on Raw, this is like greatest wrestling moment ever. Up to this yeah, point. Yeah, he, he was until he main events WrestleMania. Or or he gets screwed over again. Either one. <laughs> no, there's he has to main event night one. Has to. He has I don't give to. a and shit what Charlotte Flair or Becky Lance or any of those people want to piss and moan about. No, like, no, they've never got a reaction like that. No, not at all. They they never will. You got to come up for Mania, man. It's going to be a blast. Yeah, me in Philadelphia, that'd be something. I'll, I got your back. He's with me, kids. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not worried about that. Oh, (laughs) I'm six two three bills, dog. I ain't worried about nobody around me. That's I'm five eight three bills. Let's go, baby. You're three bills. No, no I'm, I'm like two to, seven. Oh, okay. I was like, damn, you wear close. You wear that well, dude. Yeah, pretty good. Yeah, if I went six two, I'd look like uh, Paul Bears or Paul Heyman. So I got that going for me. Either one. Yeah. They're both kind of the same. Rotund fat asses. Nice. Yes. All right. So let's get into some Monday Night Raw. How? What do you think? What do you say? All right. That was the most I've been excited for Raw in a long time, dude. I was so pumped for Raw, especially because the dirt sheets had me convinced it was starting off with CM Punk, Randy Orton, and Seth Rollins all in the ring same. at the same time, yeah. and I was and it didn't Thanks. happen. So I was like, "This is still cool, but god damn it!" Thanks, Zero. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even see that from him. I just saw it somewhere else. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, fuck you, Zero, you fucking loser. You You ginger fuck. Yeah, that didn't hurt. Yeah, also, fuck you, Bobby. CM Punk came back, you son of a bitch. That is the greatest part of that that return was, fuck you, Bobby. You you don't understand. My dejected face right before the music hit, I'm about to cut a promo on Bobby. There there was going to be a lot of, Slurs and bad words involved in it, just for no fucking reason. Not even because I believed in him. I just was going to hurl any insult I could at him for being right. Yes, yeah, because yeah, yeah. he's he's bad enough, but when he's right, it's even worse. Yeah, I couldn't I couldn't stand for that. 
them, them colors don't no. run with me. You know what I'm saying? Every color of the rainbow flag. Yeah, I'm a supporter. It is what it is. Yeah, I am too. I watch the gay shows. <laughs> you probably watch uh, what's that? Uh, the Bachelor, but but like the one with the old guy for old people. Yeah, I want to. I haven't watched yet, but I, I want to. <laughs> He has to take Viagra before every date. Let's go. Yeah, dude, I'm surprised I don't have, like, blue chew ads. Like, if he was, like, an old pro wrestler or something. <laughs> well, they had, like, Brutus, Brutus the Barber Beefcake back in the day, and, you know, they got him up there, and he calls him Bubba Love Sponge and Hulk Hogan, and they get a little rubbed out with the ladies. That'd be free time. I, used to love I would watch the fuck out of that. Oh, absolutely, and, dude. All you gotta do is put wrestlers in it. I'll watch it. Dancing with the Stars, any of that shit. You give me a, any of it. I'm in. You you just show a bunch twelve old fucks on a screen and some cougar and go watch this. I'm like, I'm out. Nah. <laughs> no, I'm I'm good. Yeah, put Hard insert pass. Teddy Long as one man. I'm in. That's all you got to <laughs> do. Play yeah. You're going on a one on one date with you know, the Undertaker. No, you go you going right on my DVR, player. <laughs> <laughs> yep, immediately. I love it. So, yeah, speaking of things on DVRs, because there was a few things I pushed forward through in this uh, raw, because it's just they're Fair they're enough. just immediate fast forwards for me. Happens every time. <laughs> Natalia, <laughs> excuse me, sorry, I'm still getting over my uh, Survivor Series sickness. Yeah. All right, so we got Raw this week live from Nashville, Tennessee. Show kicks off with the Apex Predator Randy Orton. He's high-fiving, shaking hands, kissing babies, hugging ladies, signing autographs, which is weird. I saw him sign multiple wrestlers sign autographs this week, and I have never seen him do that. No. No. Not, I mean, I've seen him, like, sign, like, someone's poster real quick or something, just right there, but I've never seen, like, action figure, and then somebody else had something else signed. And that kid, first of all, that kid, had to be, well, first of all, did you see the box that the action figure was in? It looked like it was ripped open. It was adult. Yeah, it looks like. Yeah. Well, I get. Okay. Well, I guess now when I think about it, the kid could have had his dad buy it at the merch yeah, stand. Yeah, maybe. And then he opened it and then realized, hey, let's try to get him to sign it. I'm just looking at it as going like, if this is a plant, why is that the the box that gave him? Like, okay, whatever. Looks like it's very worn. What if it was one of those like raggedy ass hangman page uh, things that Punk used to talk about hanging up in targets and shit? Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't even a Randy Orton action. No, he just no. Sat it was empty. There was nothing in it. No, no. Oh, let's see here. Or you know the old ones back in the day where they all came with like Hulk Hogan's head, just had different body. <laughs> Everybody had the same head. There's no difference. Yeah. <laughs> you couldn't tell who was who. Yeah. All right, so Randy Orton gets down in the ring. He gets on the microphone. says the one thing he's never been able to do in his career is compete in a War Games match. So when his good friend Cody called, he had to accept to make a moment. Randy also has unfinished business with the bloodline. Seems everybody has unfinished business with the bloodline these days. They seem to have caused uh, quite the stir in the WWE over the past few years. But he has a bag of receipts with every member of the bloodline's name on it, and he looks into the camera. Gives it a little coy look, and he says, every member. Winking at you, Jey Uso. I thought this was going to be a little thing they'd play out for a while. Nah, like sometime in the second hour, he's like, we're best friends. Yeah, we're good. I was like, what the hell? I don't 
I don't trust him. Yeah, I don't trust him either. But that was just too easy. Too like, yeah, heat. Yeah, heat. <laughs> Somebody's gonna get a heat down apparently. Yep, it's coming. <laughs> yeah. Well, then speaking of coming, those receipts coming from Randy Orton will be in the form of the three most dangerous letters in all of sports entertainment: R K O. I thought you were going to say, speaking of coming, Rhea Ripley was out next. Well, now, see, I, I already I came just thinking about it. <laughs> just the name itself. Yeah, or, yeah. So, women's world champion, Rhea Ripley, comes out to welcome back Randy Orton and asks him, how does it feel to be upstage on your big return? And I was like, ooh, okay. All right. I like how Judgment Day is, like, poking the bear constantly these days as opposed to, like, just coming out and just like ruining things and then walking away. They're just constantly yeah. like, like poking everybody in the side going, Hey, look what Johnny said about you the other day, you son of a bitch. And then they're like, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck you, Johnny. Like, you know, that's what I appreciate. I like the little things like that. It's going on right now with them. Uh, but, uh, Rhea tells Rand, Rand, Randy, shit, Randy, that the landscape, <laughs> Randy Bobandy, that the landscape of WWE has changed and Judgment Day has risen to be the most dominant force in WWE. And Randy says, well, I've been out for a year and a half. It's been mommy this, mommy that. Well, guess what? Daddy's home. And I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, That's line just, of the night. Yeah, line of the night. And, well, it was one of them. I have a different one yeah. as my line of the night. But that, that, you know what? That one's an honorable mention. That's going up there. And as long as he's around, nobody tells Randy Orton what to do. He kind of already knew that. He didn't have to say it. <laughs> but yeah, it sounded good. Did you see when uh when uh he like went like this at uh Rhea Ripley after uh yeah yeah he flinched at her. I was waiting trying to make her flinch. I was, waiting and, oh, I was like, oh shit, that was awesome. I thought it was gonna. I thought it was coming because he's the only guy that hits women. Yeah. Well, I thought it was on, coming on WWE screens. Yeah, on television. Yeah, on television. <laughs> uh, but Mommy tells Randy that she tried to give him an out, but now he's an enemy of the Judgment Day, which is just standard standard operating procedure for this, that crew these days. So then Dominic and J.D. McNo-Dick attack Randy from behind. J.D. is wearing a neck brace to sell his RKO from the top of the War Games cage, and that was badass. Forgot to touch on that, that was earlier. Oh, yeah, hell was, of a he, he just let himself go. He was like, I trust you with my life. He, and and he did. Like he, he just let himself go. I watched that like four times going, having much more respect for JD. Just the way he just was like, Yeah. I'm doing it to do it. Like, there's only one way to do it, and that's that's correct, the right way. And that's what he did. It was awesome. Let it rip. Yeah, he did let it rip. I mean, he just fell off and just went limp. It was like, whatever happens, yeah. happens. If I'm paralyzed exactly. after this, I went, I mean. Yeah, what's, a, what better way to get paralyzed? A quadriplegic to an RKO? That's the best story I can tell. <laughs> yeah. What, what happened to you? Car wreck. Oh, what a dumb story. You know? Randy Orton dropped me on that stack yeah. of dimes I call a neck. Yeah. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> yeah, my uh, Stone Cold's good this week with no voice. Yeah, right? You mm. got that growl. Those my macho men. That's the best. That's my favorite. Mm. 
And then the first words, Randy. <laughs> Randy. On my notes. So Randy has Dominic on the ropes for draping DDT, but JD McNodick saves him and gets an RKO for his troubles. So Randy says he's going to find Pierce because tonight he wants a piece of Dominic Mysterio in the ring. Dom, Dirty Dom looks petrified. That would be too. That is a big yeah. mass of man standing in front of me with veins popping out of all parts of his Every. body. Even the ones Parts you I didn't see, even know had base. Yeah. They're there. You just can't see them. All right. So next up, we got backstage. There was a segment with recording artist Jelly Roll. Love Jelly Roll. You love Jelly Roll? I don't know much about Jelly Roll. I know who he is. I do not listen to country music. Therefore, I don't know. If I've heard something of him, it's just because it's in a commercial on the regular. Sure. But I do know that he is... Uh, Every bit of six foot five hundred pounds, huge, huge. Did you huge. when he huge, very large? Did you notice that whenever he got up from his chair, he was a very wide chair? You know why it was so wide? Because, widest chair because it was the widest chair I've ever seen in my life. It was so wide they had to put two of them next to each other for his fat ass to sit down. He, no, seriously, when he got up, there was two chairs. Like he was sitting on two chairs. I rewound no, it. Yeah. Yeah. If it, if it, 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 I'm not saying, yeah. I mean, if I was able to get two chairs at WWE and not have to pay for both of them just for the extra leg room, then I'd take it. I'd take it. Yeah, because they squish you in there good. Dude, well, for, and that, and if you're not in the bottom, if you get in the top and the, and, the, and they got no cup holders that don't go up, and you, do, yeah. you bring a fat friend with you, oh, hell's breaking loose. It's me. I'm the fat friend. <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's not a good look. But yeah, uh, Jelly Roll. He was down there, uh, two chairs deep. Later on, but uh, in the back, him and Otis they bumped stomaches, and our truth was very confused, wanting to know where Jelly Roll keeps all the Jelly Rolls for a sweet tooth. I mean, our truth yeah. just keeps me laughing at all times. It doesn't matter. That's 24-7 title was dumb as fuck. But anytime he was on stage and he would lift up the lampshade and he was just standing there, nobody even noticed for like 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah. You know, shit it like was, that. He's so good. No, oh, he had some good lines later. We'll get to uh, whenever he's with uh, Judgment Day. Oh, yeah. Oh, covered yeah. in dust. Yeah, covered in yeah, covered in Tony Khan dust. <laughs> All right, so next up, we have Tag Team Turwall Match to determine the number one contender for the Undisputed Tag Team Championships. And I have a question for you. Did or did the Street Profits not become number one contenders last week in a triple threat match? You know, now And you did or did not Street Profits not fight Judgment Day on SmackDown like they said they were supposed to, but they instead fought, yes, boy, pretty deadly. You're, absolute, you're absolutely so right. So what happened? I didn't think about that. No one said anything about... And like, unless someone from Street Profits got hurt, which I haven't heard. I haven't heard. I haven't heard anything now. Then they either real because I I thought it was kind of dumb that a heel team would face a heel for the title. I just I never really liked that unless the circumstances dictated. Yeah, they just both hate each other. Yeah, and I actually, I think I have that. Nah, there's another match where I talk about heels and faces, faces versus faces, like. I just you're just having matches to have matches. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, absolutely. It's the same thing AEW does that we all complain about. It's it's so dumb. 
Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, or, you know, let's go Moxley. Let's go Kenny. Like, no, get the fuck out of here with that. I want, <laughs> I want a let's go one guy and a fuck you to the other guy. Like, I, it's, it's exactly, not, you know, rah, rah, re, look at me. Let's, whoever wins, I'm happy with whoever wins. <laughs> it's so fucking dumb. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Also, as dumb as trying to add logic to professional wrestling. So, once again, yeah, I'm trying to do we, Mark math, and Mark math just doesn't work. We outsmart ourselves all the time. Yeah, there, there you go. All right. So, uh, Alpha Academy and DIY start off the match. And when DIY's shitty new music hit, the worst. Worst. Only one fan stood up out of everyone in their seats. One. I. On my notes here that I keep going back to, DIY came out to zero pop in all caps. Zero pop. Zero. None. That music sucks. Nothing. And Champa came online saying, like, we got a banger coming out. You're going to be singing it for years. I'm just going to love it. Where where am I supposed to love this song? Where is it supposed to catch my attention? What part do I sing along to? Yeah, that too. Like, where do I I get to do my part? No, No, there's nothing. Oh, I figured out what I'm supposed to do when their song comes on. Go to the fucking bathroom. <laughs> that sucks, too, because those guys are so good. Dude, the three weeks before they started slowly getting back together was so pumped. And then the, ep- yeah. the week they got back together, that was the thumbnail and the title of the next episode, DIY's Back. Yep. And two weeks later, I might as well do a DIY's Dead. Yeah. It's just not good. All right, so uh, DIY eliminates Alpha Academy with Meet in the Middle, stupid name, and Indusheer with a roll-up, stupid move. I said there, I wrote down, uh, let's see, uh, Indian number one definitely could have kicked out of that roll-up from 125-pound Gargano. (laughs) That That was the weakest roll-up I've ever seen. And that guy was a monster. Dude, he's a monster. They literally, right before he rolls him up, he goes, I think it's, uh, he's like, Veer's, Veer's a smaller one. Because Veer's coming. Yeah. So yes, he's like, still. Veer, Veer's 6'3", 275. And then he goes, the other guy, he's even bigger, 6'5", 300. And then he gets rolled up by Johnny Gargano, a bag of sticks. <laughs> right. And don't get me wrong, I love Johnny Gargano. But logically. I do too. I mean. I don't believe him getting both feet on the ropes and like having his tights into like a fucking, you know, I don't care how tight he has his tights. There's nothing no. about that makes it possible. It's physics. No, he should, he should literally kick out and then eliminate him. Like macho man got eliminated by Yokozuna in the 93 rumble. <laughs> wow. Great pull. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I pull him out of my ass every once in a while for non-pleasure. That is. Well, of course. Yes, yes, yes. Got to keep doing it for pleasure. <laughs> All right, so out come the Creed brothers, and they defeat DIY, New Day, and Imperium with the Brutus Ball to become the number one contenders for the Tag Team Championships. And on the third one, the Brutus Ball, something's got to give on his jump and release and where he lands. Because the first one, he almost killed Johnny. The second one, he hit yep. pretty good. And then the third one, he could have dislocated Giovanni Vinci's shoulder, broken his collarbone, elbow, something. Like, they're athletic. I put, shit, a, but 
I put in my nudes, Brutus landed directly on Vinci. <laughs> like, he yeah. almost killed him. Giovanni Vinci was about to be a one-armed man. I mean, he looked I also hot. Wrote, yeah, he was all right, but he he, he could have killed him. Yeah. I also wrote, uh, the Creed brothers look like they picked dudes out of a gym and made them wrestle in their underwear. <laughs> it just looked like they're wearing underwear. And then I said, the New Day used to put on bangers with the Usos, and now they're just jobbers. They are pretty much jobbers. And they, and and they smell uh, Tazawa's farts. <laughs> yeah, it's it's ha-ha comedy bullshit. Yeah, pretty much. Yes. It's, and some of it's entertaining, like when it's our truth Yeah. Or... Our truth can take any one of these people that we find find comedy is like so so. It'll just make it that much better, but they can't do yeah. it on their own. You know? No, it's just it's not good. Like you see Cody trying to sell uh, Cyber Monday deals in that commercial. Yeah, yeah, hiding the stardust. Didn't, didn't, want to, didn't want me to buy a fucking thing. Did not yeah. did not incline me to buy shit. And I am a habitual WWE shop purchaser. <laughs> He, I, that thing said forty percent off at the bottom. I was like, "Yeah, you know what, Cody? Here's here's how I'm going to finish the story. I'm not buying shit today. <laughs> I'm not finishing nothing. Yeah, I'm years. not finishing writing that check. <laughs> All right. So uh, next up, we got uh, the American. Speaking of <laughs> Cody, Chody loads. Next up, we got the American Nightmare. Cody Rhodes in the ring. He thanks his teammates from War Games. Welcome CM Punk and declares himself as the first entrant to the 24-24 Royal Rumble. Because he has to finish that story we were talking about. You know, I wrote down, um, Cody once again proves that to be in the Rumble, you just have to say it out loud. That Yeah. I, I didn't even think he was going to do that. I thought he was just going to go, all right, guys, taking my talents down to SmackDown. Right. I didn't even. Nope. He said. <laughs> Two-month build to me coming out first in the Rumble this year. Oh, yeah. He, yeah, that is going to happen. Yeah, he'll be the last guy in and lose. Yeah, to Gunther. Probably. I think oh, you're right. I think Gunther loses the Intercontinental Championship in the second match of the night. I think the Women's Rumble goes on first. Gunther loses in the second match because Imperium fucks him by being stupid somehow. Yep. Like this, slowly them doing stupid stuff to screw their own matches over. It's gonna affect Gunther, and he that's loses, how, and then he comes out at number thirty in the Rumble. Nobody's even thinking about him losing earlier in the night. He comes out and just annihilates everybody and wins. But it's him and Cody the last two, so everybody thinks it's gonna be Cody again. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And then Cody probably goes and wins like the Elimination Chamber or something, some other way. That, yeah, the story. That's the only yeah. That's what he's. Oh, winning the rumble in back to back years. I don't. I don't work for me. No, you know, unless you're Stone Cold. Yeah, but he's not Stone Cold. No, he's not. I don't get me wrong. Stone Chode. <laughs> yeah, I like Cody that's, too. Right, but it's just like okay, just finish the story and do something else. Uh, yeah, pretty much. So after Cody declares himself as the first Royal Rumble entrant. The lights go out. Shinsuke Nakamura appears on the screen and reveals to Cody that he is the one he's been talking about in all his promos. And I was like, oh, okay, it makes sense. It makes sense. Because Hoobie last week told me and Bobby that it could have been Okada. And at the time when I right. heard it, 
I was like, that all makes sense. And then I realized, like, after the pod, I was like, well, he's facing Davis at a Wrestle Kingdom in January because I'm a Mark and I know that shit. So that ain't impossible. And now I'm yeah. thinking to myself, like, who else could it be? Well, I was like, also, Randy's coming back. Maybe it could be Randy. I never once it thought it be. was Cody. Like, yeah. But it's, yeah so. I, was, I was kind of, I don't want to say let down by that, but I was like, uh, I guess it makes sense. But I was hoping it would be somebody that wasn't there, you know, but. It does make sense. Yeah. I mean, that's just us. Look, it wasn't CM Punk. They paid off CM Punk in an even better way. So I yes. don't really can't be mad at this. Can't be mad at this. No, and it's I think if too. they. Yeah. And if they do this the right way, and if Nakamura is a is a shit eating heel and they could put on some bangers as long as I think Nakamura needs to win that feud, though. I, I, he has to. Cody going into the Rumble does not need to look strong if he's going to win the Rumble or if he's necessarily going to win, look strong in the Rumble and then lose and win the elimination. However, he gets to face Roman Reigns. Like he can, you know, he can look weak, not necessarily weak, but he doesn't need to be super Cena every damn match. Yes. That's a great That's going to turn us off. That's going to turn me off, sure. Yeah. Because I I didn't think John Cena until he was gone. And now I love him. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I've always loved Cena, but you're right. Like, it takes somebody being away for so long to to appreciate them. That well, that and uh, I was such a Thugonomics fan. Yeah. That, like every time I thought he might go back to it, never would. And he would, you know, uh, what about a heel turn? He, you know, rubbing his foot, and then I was like, "You son yeah. of a bitch, fuck you!" Like. When he came, he came back as Thugonomics at Mania against oh, Elias. Awesome. Was I was there. I popped so hard. <laughs> I bet that was incredible. It was all, my son was next to me, and he was like, just kind of getting into wrestling at that time. So he was like, I don't really understand the capacity of this. And I was like, Trust me, yeah. this is incredible. Take it you're in. The, dude. You're the only person not going nuts right now. <laughs> yeah, he was going nuts for Cena, but he didn't understand the Thugonomics. Oh, oh, I got you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he was just kind of like, I don't get this, and I was like, Just let it happen, dude. One day you'll tell your grandkids about this, son. You'll <laughs> be like, I was there, son. I was there. <laughs> Hell yeah! All right, so uh, Shins- the lights cut out. Shinsuke is standing in the ring behind Cody. And he spits a big load of misses, like a huge load of mist. Not like a, not like a little Oscar, you know, it's going to spritz you right in the eyes. Or like a Julia Hart from AEW, it's going to catch him right in the chest. No, nah, this yeah. one just full load to the, Cody load to the face. <laughs> it's a Peter North size load. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. It's a big steaming load, just, just red. You know what the red means in Japanese mist, right? I don't actually. It, uh, it, it's the one that's mixed with cayenne pepper, so it's supposed to burn. Ah. And I okay. used to know what all the other ones meant, like red, blue, green, but I, I can't remember. Ah, you one are of, a mark. Yeah, I am a mark. Uh, one, <laughs> of, one of them affects, you know what's crazy is like one of them's supposed to burn, but then they have another color, I think it's blue or green, specifically just to affect vision. And I'm like, well, that just kind of. You're just splitting hairs here now. Like, yeah. They, what, wouldn't they both affect your vision? Don't they all affect your vision? You would think. If something's in your eyes, you can't see. Yeah. Hey, I told you I drive all the time. I've listened to a lot of podcasts. <laughs> That's okay. A lot. Yeah. So this is, how, uh, this is an easy way to retain a lot of knowledge. 
Just listen to it on podcasts. Yeah, I listen to you guys all the time on the way to work. Fuck yeah, that's what I'm talking about. On the way to sell Fords and such. That's built Ford tough, baby. Built, yeah, built Nate tough. That's true. Yeah. All right, so next up we have Big Hoss Fight. Ivar Bronson Reed. Big Bronson Reed. Fat ass Bronson Reed. Whatever you want to call him. He's 5'11 wide and he's 700 pounds. He's built like sheetrock. <laughs> he's he, he built like, I, I don't even have a good joke. He's not, they built him in a fight he had a few weeks ago with, I can't a month or two ago where they did a, a bill, uh, tail of the tape and they said he was six foot like, there's no fucking way he's not six foot it yeah, he's five eight yeah yeah tops i mean you probably dunk on it nate listen i wrote down uh ivar versus bronson in the battle of the fats and i'm fat so i can say that <laughs> yeah i say the same thing to everybody when i make a fat joke i immediately go i'm fat i can say that right you know, and, fat, and then, fat recognizes fat we can say that yeah it's not racist. No, it's not. No, it's not. It's not. Not at all. I'm not fat shaming. I'm not. I'm not shaming your. Your. Uh, I'm not wasteless. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and there it is. There it that's is. That's the title. That's the title of the episode. I'm, I'm not, not wasteless. I'm not wasteless. <laughs> all right. So this match between these two horses, uh, they called it Monday Night Meat a few times on commentary. Crowd was shitting meat. Ends in a double countout as they continue to fight into the crowd. WWE officials try to break it up. Bronson lawn darts an official into Ibar. I was like, oh, shit, that's kind of cool. And yeah. Then, and then all of a sudden, as everybody gets up, they all converge into one area. And Ibar just flips off an equipment case onto Bronson as officials separate him. And uh, we got another big hoss fight loading. I think the second one's going to be better than this one, so... It was impressive. I did. Uh, I also wrote down uh, in my notes here. I'm excited to see what wrestlers those security guards become. <laughs> I am always looking at them in the face and going, "One day, I'm yep. gonna, One day you're gonna win the big one." Yep. I um, every time I see one, I'm like, "Ah, uh, you're gonna be something someday." Or, or who did you used to be, and this is all you can do now? <laughs> yes, yeah. like when Triple H and Shawn Michaels uh, super kicks Stan in the back. That's yeah. Ty Dillinger. Yeah, Ty Dillinger. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. Sean, Stan. Sean Spears. <laughs> I just kicked Stan. <laughs> Those papers went flying everywhere. That's great. Yeah, that was awesome. That was a great super kick. Yeah, it was uh, perfect. Backstage, uh, Nia Jax, probably your favorite wrestler, I would assume, Nathan. Uh, Listen, I, I don't have anything against big women at all. I mean, but I did write down Nia Jax equals fucking gross. <laughs> And she does. Well, she, she tells Zoe Stark and Shayna Baszler, a.k.a. Shane Baszler, <laughs> uh, that she's putting the women's division on notice. Shout out to my brother there, Shane Baszler. Mariah Scary, he dubbed those. So whenever y'all make the shirts one day, make that we make that big merch. We got to make sure he gets cut in on those because those were his words. Royalties, baby. Royalties. Yeah, royalties, absolutely. And, uh, so this is probably the best part of this whole segment. It was the best part. So Shayna just looks at Nia and then looks down at her ass and says, why don't you do everyone a favor and shut your hole? <laughs> my hole. Yeah, my hole. But the best part was she's looking her in the face for the first half. And as she gets down to everybody, she looks right down at her flat ass. She's a fat ass, but she's got a flat ass. 
uh, and just and, she, and shut your hole. Literally talking to her asshole. <laughs> it was great. That was great. It was. It was phenomenal. All right. So the back to back hilarious segments. Judgment Day walks up on our truth. <laughs> yeah, covered in con dust. Covered, covered in con dust. Uh, who is uh, eating jelly rolls with sugar everywhere, all over their couch in their clubhouse? I'm like so picturing him. I'm laughing so hard in my head. I got to read these notes. So he looks, and Priest comes up. He's like, "What the hell?" And Truth goes, "I want to be the fifth member of War Games." <laughs> Reece, uh, War Games was last night, you idiot. Yeah, Reese reminds me. He goes, that happened two days ago. Our truth wants to know, hey, did we win? How'd I do? <laughs> <laughs> Reese he's reminds so him that he lost and he was He's so good. So good. Like, Priest has to remind him you weren't in the match. I truth, wasn't? Yeah. So, Truth says that since they lost, that they need to be cheered up. So, he reminds him, it's okay. Randy Orton's back. <laughs> I could not stop laughing. I still can't stop. It's hilarious. It's, it's hilarious. It is so good. It's so good. It, I mean, it, we go from so good to so bad because Nia Jax defeats Zoe Stark Ugh. with the Annihilator. Wolf, Buzz's girlfriend. Moving on. <laughs> Great time in Home Alone wrestlers. Yeah, Buzz your girlfriend. Wolf. Wolf. I said that to my buddy the other day with his face on Buzz's girlfriend. And it was, and I, but I was Kevin McAllister. He was like, send me a funny meme. I go, here you go, you ugly fuck. <laughs> We're ugly. We can say yeah, that. Yep, we are ugly. We can say kind of goes back to the fat thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know. I had something else I was gonna say, but I, I don't want to get canceled this early in the episode. <laughs> I said, uh, let's see. Oh, yeah, I wanted to bring this up. Nia Jax made her entrance. Then they did a backstage segment with Truth. Then they went to commercial. Then they did another backstage segment. She's just standing in the How ring. How long do those people time. have to stand there? It was at least 15 minutes. Dude, I bet her and Jelly Roll were locking eyes. <laughs> and then I put uh, Naya is still bad in the ring. Still. Yeah, still, still bad. She's not good. She's going to hurt somebody again. Absolutely. For sure. Dude, when she hit the Annihilator, she rolled off in such an awkward manner. I thought she was going to go back up and hit it again, but then she just flopped down for a pin. I go, oh. It still suck. Yep. Still sucks. Because, like, the way she rolled off, I was like, oh, she's about to quickly get back up there and give another one. Then she just flopped down as if, like, like a sack of potatoes. She was supposed to give her another one. She just didn't have the energy. There you go. (laughs) We'll go with that. Your insulin was up or down. However you want to look at it, I don't know how that works. I don't have diabetes. Yeah, I don't have the beatus yet. But I will. I am so fat. I will be the first person in America to get type three diabetes. I don't have it. It 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 nicked me, but it I don't have it yet. No, I almost got it. All right. So next up, we have world heavyweight champion Seth freaking Rollins. He comes out dressed like a cow, like a cow. Just like the Chick Fil A mascot, cow. I was like, "Wow, what a beautiful cow that is!" Maybe the maybe the biggest cow in my I've ever seen in my life. And uh, all I wrote was Rhea Ripley wore it better. <laughs> yeah. Crowd starts I, chanting I, for. Go ahead. 
Oh, was just, no, you can you can continue because I'll say what I have to say after this. Nice. Uh, crowd starts chanting for CM Punk. Rollins says, go ahead, let it out. Let it out. Give it to me. Because he doesn't want to waste another second on that hypocrite. And I was like, oh, that's a pretty good line. Yeah. And I was like, at this point, I'm like, is this where Punk comes out? Because they just kept saying later tonight. They never. And when, when he didn't come out at the beginning, I was like, he's probably coming out in the main event. But then yeah. also Randy Orton was the main event against Dominic. So I was like, maybe Randy's not going to get upstage by him two nights in a row. So he's coming out here. Like they're going ahead and get this get this feud kicked off now for Mania. No, I was wrong. That was just me doing Mark math in my brain again. They're they're going to slow burn that thing, man. Oh, they got to. It has to. It has to like start in the Rumble. I yeah, and that I wrote or, here or, like. Go ahead. Sorry. I wrote, no, it's okay. I wrote here, uh, like in regards to Seth's comments, I said it almost seems like Seth and Punk are switching roles. Like Punk's going to be like this baby face of the company guy, and Seth is going to be that loose cannon on the microphone. Oh, like, okay. you know, that'd be cool. Like they're kind of like flip flopping, you know? Like, uh, yeah, Seth's going to be the one to talk all the shit now. Hell yeah, that's oh, that'd be dope. Yeah, that's why I, I, I based off uh, based off uh, Pepsi Phil's last comment tonight. I just. I, I think old CM Punk is currently loading. He'll get there. Yeah. I also said the same thing in AEW, and he had to do backstage stuff for people to hate him, as opposed to him just yeah. doing his wrestling job. So, well, we'll see yeah. what happens. Real fights. Yeah. But uh, Rollins, uh, he says he has an itch. He has an itch to become a fight or be a fighting champion once again. And on cue, McIntyre's music hits. He comes out. And he wants a rematch for the title, and he no longer has sympathy or compassion for anyone because he wants to swim with the sharks, and he has to become the biggest shark of them all. And I was like, this point, I'm getting fucking pumped. Pumped. Yeah. I'm like, yes, 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 get angry. Get angry, Drew. Psychopath. Yes, this is God is psychopath. So Rollins says next Monday he will be defending the heavyweight championship, but it's not going to be against Drew McIntyre. It's going to be someone who deserves it even more. Drew's favorite guy, main event, Jay Uso. And Jay Uso immediately hits Seth with a Glasgow kiss and starts beating ass down. Looks like he caught it pretty good because he was either uh, bleeding a little bit from his forehead. Yeah, he had butted the belt. Yeah. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah, when he when he did the kiss, he smacked his face on the belt, oh, cut him okay. open instantly. Nice. Yeah. This is where Drew's skirt accidentally came off yeah i, I mean wasn't an accident though dude i don't know man i wrote down drew skirt came off and his dick looked huge it did it did <laughs> i was i was almost like a secondhand embarrassment I, like, I was watching it before his uh skirt came off and i was like his dick looks huge i'm not kidding and then, and then his skirt came off and then his skirt came off yeah I mean, he was bulging out of everything. He was like, he must have to put on like three pairs of Speedos for it to just look like a big, big, big jock, you know? That thing is taped down. Dude, yeah. It has to be. Like uh, Ray Finkel style. (laughs) (laughs) We found Captain Winky. (laughs) See, you can talk about movies with me, Chad. I've seen them all. Thank you. I've seen them all. Thank you. This is actually actually Drew McIntyre's dick right here. This is the tip of it. That's Angela. Yeah. 
He named his dick after his mom. <laughs> uh, All right, so Drew's, uh, Drew's beating down Seth Rollins. So Jey Uso comes out for the save. They get hit multiple super kick super kicks to send Drew packing. Yeah. So uh, yeah, uh, pretty much here's what's going to happen next week. Jay's going to come close to winning either something. He hits a super kick, turns around, eats a claymore, and it's either DQ or the refs already knocked out for some reason. But that match yeah. is not ending with anyone other than Seth Rollins winning. I mean, we already knew that. I'm just give, I'm yeah. going to give you a heads up how it's going down. Spoiler alert. It's not a prediction. Yeah, it's not. I actually wrote the script. I am the Mark. The Mark writer. Yes, I am in uh, Stanford, Connecticut, as we speak. All right, so let's move on to the main event of the evening. Dominic Mysterio versus Randy Orton. Randy's first match in a year and a half on Monday Night Raw. First live television match. Wasn't at a PLE. Randy delivers all the greatest hits, you know, the power slam, the draping DDT, the multiple backdrops on the announce table that doesn't break. And even some assistance from old Jelly Roll from earlier. You remember that guy? The double the double shove. Yeah, the double shove on the dump from the double chair. Yep. Yep. Yeah. That, that dude ain't worn a double XL shirt in 20 years. No, that's yeah. a five X if I've ever dude, seen. Dude, five, that. yes. Absolutely. I mean, I wear a three XL shirt, and these same, are, yeah, huge. They're huge. I pull them out of the dryer, and I go huge. I pull the shirt out of the dryer, and I go. You don't have to be the fattest piece of shit that's ever walked the face of America. Yeah, it takes a real fat piece of shit to fill this thing. Wow, wow, <laughs> how how many cotton fields did they have to plow just to make this one fucking shirt? You fat piece of shit. Yeah, you're really fat. You know, yeah, <laughs> fat. You mean like Rosie O'Donnell? No. She's a pig. Bigger. She's a dog. Huge. <laughs> huge. <laughs> huge. John China is my favorite wrestler. <laughs> All right. So Randy, <laughs> back in the match. Randy was with RKO and his uh, over Dominic Mysterio. Big win for old Randall's. Old Randall Keith Orton. Yes. I. He, I. I liked how he sold a lot though for Dominic. Yeah. When Dom yeah. tried to do his comeback, he was, he's, he's the type of guy to, you know, he don't mind selling and putting people over. He's a consummate professional, dude. Agreed. Great way to put it. Yep. It's a company man. Something CM Punk needs to learn how to do. But uh, speaking of CM doing? Punk, actually, I hope he yeah. toes the, I, I hope he toes the line closer to uh, old CM Punk than, I want him. To, I wanted to be here for his whole contract, though, <laughs> and healthy. Right. Yeah. Yeah, but I also wanted to be stirring shit up because uh, it appears that hell is frozen over because CM Punk is standing in the middle of a WWE ring with a live microphone. Who'd have thought? I Not me. Never. No. The things he said in interviews, getting fired on his wedding day. I mean, getting fired doofus on son your in -law. wedding day. Yeah, you doofus yep. son-in-law. All that shit. But uh He said he said he's changed, so we'll he see. He says he's changed. He, you know. He says that since Saturday he's only been able to come up with two words to describe how he feels. He's afraid to say them, not because they're not true, but because a little bit scared of how true they actually are. I was like, all right, all right. He said the American dream always told him speak the truth, and the truth is I'm old. 
this that is where I, me. where I did. Yeah, I had like a little chills. I was like, oh, okay, because I thought he was just going to go like scorched earth visceral on people. I don't know why. So I did I. Looking back on it, so I. They, I feel like it's the right thing to do, to do what they did to reintroduce him to the, you know, and the true yeah. marks, the true marks were able to look deep enough and see what they wanted to find. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. So he says, uh, this is where I belong for 10 years. You people never forgot me. Even when I wanted to forget myself, you never stopped chanting my name. Punk continues, a wise man once told me to get everything I need out of this place. I have to leave and come back. And I was like, that was that was some good shit right there. I was, and he probably said that to him, too. Oh, I, yeah, I guarantee you Paul Heyman said that guarantee to him. It. He's yep. like, to get what you want in this place, it, I mean, it's so true. Like everyone who's didn't didn't leave or didn't get the way they wanted left, and then eventually, you know, fences are mended, everything works out. You get come back, you know, just like the back stakes. He was welcome with open arms. You know, yeah. hell, hell freezes over. Vince isn't really in charge anymore. The, thank the dude, God. I know. Yes, thank God. Thank Ari Emanuel for running that son of a bitch off. Yes. But, uh, you know, Punk says, like I said, everyone backstage is welcome with open arms. Almost everybody. I'll be talking about Seth Rollins. Wink, wink. Bingo. Bingo. Yep. Bingo, bango, bongo. Some people are afraid of the truth. Everything I've ever wanted is here. The best competition in the world. But the best in the world hasn't been here in 10 years. And I was, this is where I started getting like, all right, now I just want to start beating the shit out of somebody. Right. Yeah. Yeah, somebody come out and interrupt this son of a bitch and catch them hands. But uh, uh he he uh he's he up he ups it up a, he raises it a notch. Excuse me, I couldn't even get my words out. I'm so pumped about this promo. <laughs> he says they're afraid I just set the bar to an unattainable level. They're afraid the brass ring is now in my back pocket and they can't grab it. They're afraid that the most controversial and feared man in this industry just walked in the front door and there's nothing they can do about it. And then as he puts the microphone down, the camera zooms in on him as Raw is about to cut to black. And he says, I'm not here to make friends. I'm here to make money. And I was like, yep, there he is. There he is. Boom. Bingo. Yep, there it is. Fuck yeah. Baba Booey. So yeah, Punk's back. I'm pumped. It's going to be dope. Can't wait. For There's so much I want to see him do. So many, so much. Who do you think his so first pay per view matches against? Well, the next pay per view is not till the Rumble. Yeah. Does, so, does it mean? Well, all right. Who, who's his first singles pay per view match against? If 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 the if he's in the Rumble, you know, I would assume he's in the Rumble. That's what I meant. Like, They're teasing he, Rollins, but I don't think that goes till Mania. He has to do something between now and. Yeah, give me Balor. Okay, yeah, I'm with you there. That's not Punk bad. and Balor from the Judgment Day, that would be awesome. Yeah, that would be good. Anybody, Priest. Priest. Yeah, Priest, Priest isn't a bad wrestler. He's just weird. Yeah. He's a little weird. Uh, I liked him in NXT. I love Damian Priest in NXT. Oh, yeah, he was pro- a beast. I just don't care for this, this, this Priest. Yeah, no, I'm with you there, 100%. Yeah, no, no, I'm, whenever he catches in, I'm... Just going to be like, please fuck this up. Please fuck this up. Sand out this bitch. Please sand out this bitch. Sand out this motherfucker. Please. 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 I, I don't. 
I'll just get down on my hands and knees. I'm like, please do not let him win the title. Well, see, I have this theory, and it's a little crazy, but when he switched to the purple briefcase, I think that Finn kept the green briefcase with the contract in it. Oh. Ooh. So maybe maybe when he goes to cash in and he let's say he wins, but then they find out there's no contract in the briefcase and Finn still has it. It puts a rift in the judgment day, kicks him out, and it's just a a good uh you know, a good angle, I guess you would say. What if they go to JBL they... court to figure it out too? Oh God, that was oh, the man. worst. You oh, I wanted to see awesome. Otis. I wanted to see Otis win that oh, belt. I did want to see Otis win the belt, but yeah. the court scenes were hilarious. They were very funny. Yes, yes. Yeah, Otis, Otis got a raw deal there. Also, uh, no pandemic, no Otis in the Money in the Bank briefcase match probably at all, or let alone winning. So, I just been delivered been. a beverage. A nice Jim Jarrell. Oh, okay. Nice. Pop the top. Cheers. There you go. Stay classy, my friends. All right, brother, let's do some awards. Let's go. Who do you have as worst on the mic? I have your brother's favorite, Mariah Scary. <laughs> She's atrocious. More ways than one. <laughs> I I had Cody uh, because it's every anytime he says it, I just I'm, I'm done. So when you gonna do a duck band? Hate it. And he says it different every time. He says it different every time, and it elicits the same response. A uh, quick <laughs> just crickets, and then and then some people realize, okay, we're supposed to cheer at this point. He said our town name. Woo! Yeah. Cheap pop. Stuff. Uh, who'd you have best on the mic this week? Um, I feel like CM Punk is the obvious answer, but I had honorable mention Randy. Randy. I have CM Punk, especially with the line, I'm not here to make friends. I'm here to make money. Yes. Yes. I do have an honorable mention to Shane Baszler. Uh, telling Nia Jax, just, why don't you do everybody a favor and shut your hole? <laughs> that was great. While looking at her hole. Looking at the hole. Who did you have as Sofa King Hottest of the Week? I had somebody you may not like, Miss Chelsea Green. Uh, that was my Sofa King Hottest uh, on my the original award, my thank you. Okay. Yes, okay. yes. I know you fast forwarded through the match, so I was. Oh sure. no, I did fast forward through the match. I fa- I fast forwarded through my notes. I didn't even say what happened. I did have. Uh, they won. the The champs retained. Yeah, they won. That's yeah. Chelsea <laughs> uh, and Piper. See, I had Rhea Ripley from the Royal Rumble. Survivor Series. Survivor Series. I was already pumped about Royal Rumble. Survivor Series. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. What's the future like, Chet? I'm just thinking about what Rhea Ripley's going to wear at the Rumble or isn't going to wear. <laughs> I'm all in. Yes, yes. Absolutely. Who'd you have a Sofa King gross, dude? Just so gross. Nia Fats. Nia Fats. I had Valhalla. Fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. It's rough. You can't... Hold on. You can lose with either one of those, but you can't win either. It's a lose-lose, yeah. no-win situation. 
Uh, what'd you have as your Sofa King shittiest move of the week? So it wasn't really a move. And if you fast forwarded through the female tag team match, you probably didn't catch it. But Natalia threw Chelsea Green into the ring apron and then just stared at the camera and went and put both hands up and just yelled like, ah, Oh no! I did not see that. What the fuck is she doing? It was the worst. It was the worst. Here's the here's how much I watched that. I watched Chelsea Green walk from the top of the people's ramp to the bottom of the people's ramp. Actually, it wasn't even from the top to the bottom. It was a flat line because there's no more ramp. But yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. The worst. Yeah, dude, the worst. The worst. Uh, I had the uh, Brutus ball to Giovanni Vinci. Because he about to broken, broken a goddamn collarbone. He was going to have enough goddamn arm. He was going to be a one-armed gimp. A Giovanni Vinci. <laughs> I mean, how, use- Poor how God fucking God. useless can you be to Guter with fucking one arm? <laughs> He's only <laughs> useless skull. as fuck with two arms. <laughs> yeah. He's already getting yelled at. Left and right. I don't ever want him to break up, but I'm still surprised he's under his employ. Yes. Guthrie runs a tight ship. <laughs> Literally. Yes. <laughs> he calls it a U-boat, but whatever. Ah, uh, moving on. <laughs> oh, oh, man. I almost made a German joke there, but I stopped myself. Uh, I, I kind of did. I did stop. I got it. Yeah, good, good, good. I think I think we should uh, leave it at that. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Damn, we almost got canceled again. Oh. That was close, dude. Oh, caught it. We live to fight another week here. Hoovy, you'll be you'll be glad that you have a job when you get back. We didn't lose it. Still on assignment doing lucha stuff. Yeah, whatever lucha things he does. Yeah, whatever lucha stuff you do. Uh, Sofa King, awesome move of the week. Um, so the EO putting the trash can on her and jumping off the top of the cage, or honorable mention, the RKO from the top of the cage. I have the Randall Keith Orton to JD McNonuts from, yeah, yeah, the RKO. That was beautiful. It, 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 I mean, JD. Sold it perfect. Good on you, Buck. Yeah, good on. Good on you. Yeah, just just flew up like a limp bag of balls, man. <laughs> yeah. uh, what do you have as a Sofa King worst or Sofa King bad match of the week? That would be the women's tag team title match. Actually, I just figured out a better name for that: Sofa King horrible. There it is. There it is. Horrible. Boom. Women's tag team title match. I concur. Agreed. Women's tag team title match was terrible. What'd you have as a sub team awesome, awesome match of the week? Uh, probably the men's war game. Men's war game. Yeah. I also went with the men's war game. It was good. It was good. Ah, uh, even though uh, the- honorable mention, female woman's game. Female, females, woman, game, honorable mention. Yeah, you Hashtag know, you war. know what I Big fan. Hey, dude, I, hold I have been fumbling my words all night. So, you know, I'm glad it's yeah. not just a disease that affects me. <laughs> yes. Uh, you know, 
secondhand fat is also something that needs to be discussed a little more often in this country. That's yeah, that's actually a great band name. Is oh, is it? No, if if I saw oh. if I saw a band called Secondhand Fat, I'd be like, we got to check these guys out. <laughs> yeah. And ask them where they ate for the show. <laughs> yeah, right. Second lunch. Second lunch. Yeah, it's like half Christmas, dude. <laughs> Hell yeah. Second lunch. I love it. Fuck yeah, dude. All right, so that is awards for the evening. Oh, let's see. Let's get into some news, rumor, innuendo, any kind of gossip you got. Yeah, so Randy Orton has been announced for SmackDown. Oh, shit. This week. Yeah. That's awesome. So Randy is is on SmackDown this week. So I am hoping that that starts the program uh, with Roman for the Rumble. Ooh. I'm hoping. I mean, he does have beef with the bloodline. Well, everybody but yep. Jay. Him and Jay, we're cool. But- yeah, yeah. They got two months to build it up. So, you know. Is, we'll is see. Roman announced for Friday? I haven't heard that part yet. I just There's saw no the, the Randy Orton. If he's not doing anything to the Rumble, he's not showing up till like January 6th, bare minimum. There's no reason I said that date. None at all. Dude, I was just. Couldn't, can't, I can't think of anything important that ever happened on that date. Great day in American history. Let me tell you something right now. I didn't tell those people to do any of those things. I told everyone to do that. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> oh, man. I got a uh, CM Punk has got a three-year deal. They signed three years with WWE. And if, I hope that is the case. I hope he makes it all three years. That's exactly what I was going to say. I hope he makes it. Yeah. I, I hope he makes it to, like, his second feud. <laughs> No, no more backstage fights. I mean, at least in AEW, we got the MJF feud. I mean, which was great. It was great. Great. But here's here's the problem with AEW. Here's what they did. That MJF feud feud started on Thanksgiving Eve episode 2021. I know this because I made a meme of how shitty AEW went in one year. Uh. And so 2021, MJF and Punk had that epic promo on Thanksgiving Eve. That's what the episode was called. The next year, AEW's 2022 episode of Thanksgiving Eve, Ishii attacking Jericho as the main part of the air. (laughs) Oh, yeah. You know, I just enjoy good wrestling. Yeah, I do too. I, I went to... I say that punk video the other day from uh, AEW that I went to in Atlantic City, um, and that was some of the most fun I've ever had at a live show because it was fun. Yeah, yep. But you know, yeah, that's exactly where I was. But they just, you know, their company is run by a guy with a lot of money who's just like us. We're just giant wrestling marks, just like him. I don't feel like he had any of the ideas we had earlier, though. No, 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 they're not. He's not a smart mark. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But I think if he had somebody that could run that company, then they would be okay. But cause the talent is definitely there. Yeah. It's just, I mean, he's I, too high. I do have the other bit of this. CT, CTE, QT Marshall has resigned as like his number one. 
uh, at AEW this week. He said he's he said he sees the company going in a different direction, and he doesn't want to go in that direction. Yeah, whatever whatever the company envisioned in 2019 when he signed on isn't what it is now, and I completely agree with him. Yeah, he said it's going in more of a New Japan direction with centers on matches and not entertainment and storylines, which that's exactly what's happening. Yeah. They're just throwing people out there. And look, I like a good wrestling match more than any. I watched more wrestling during the pandemic just to pass the time and like really started appreciating matches I never watched. But man, I just week in and week out, I I, I don't fucking care what John Moxley and Orange Cassidy are doing every week. Like fighting each other. Like it's just and all these other random like all of a sudden you'll see one week Pentagon will be facing two people involved in something, and then the next week he's fighting Kenny Omega for a school bus. Just for an example of just how stupid it is. Like he'll be defeat he'll be he'll, he'll be the number one contenders for the tag team titles with his brother. And then the next week he'll fight Kenny Omega over a school bus. And then the week after he'll be in a different number one contenders tournament with his cousin. Yep. No, you nailed it right on the head, dude. It took me a minute, but That's I got the there. It, I, I didn't, <laughs> like, how long does it take Tony Khan to think of this shit? Well, I mean, when he's under the influence, it's probably pretty quick. Yeah. I don't want to assume. I, th- I think the, enough people have assumed for him. Tony Khan is um, loves the cocaine. Yeah. The, yes, the yeah. cocaine. Yeah, the cocaine. Yeah. He said, I'll believe I'll try some of that yeah, cocaine. I'll believe, I'll believe, you, you don't want none of that. It's, what does it do? It takes all your bad feelings and turns them into good ones. <laughs> what does it do? See, we can talk about movies. <laughs> there's no way he's seen that movie. No. There's Dude, no if he hasn't seen Tropic Thunder, there's no fucking way he's seen Walk Hard. One of the greatest films of our generation. Oh, man. I might go back and watch that. Now that I'm, I'm going to smell blonde. Yeah. Now that we're getting done earlier, I'm like, watch that. Yeah, I'm going snowblind. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, that's all I got for news. Uh, you got anything else? Yeah, it's the, no, I mean, CM Punk took up most of the the news. Um, I did read an article that said that there were a couple people backstage that were nervous about him coming in, but once he came back Saturday and then Monday he talked to some people backstage, they felt a lot better about it. Nice. So nice. I'm hoping that. He's left the draw. Like I also read that he doesn't want to speak on the AEW stuff, and he's not going to eviscerate him because he just wants to put it behind him and yeah, move on. It's not. So. It's, it's not. You know what? After you're fully retired, just tear him to pieces on all the. Yeah. Go on Cornette's podcast and just tear him to pieces, or whoever's podcast. Start your own. Actually, I'd rather listen. Yeah. To start your own podcast. He can come on this one. <laughs> CM Punk, if you're listening, and we know that you are, yeah, come on the Sofa King Smarks podcast. Please. Open invitation. I almost uh, spit my drink out when you said that. I was like, man, that would be awesome. <laughs> That's a great idea. What a phenomenal idea. We, <laughs> Stick I, with I, me. I'll take your face. Yeah, I got Pepsi. <laughs> Phil, I have Pepsi. Trust Come on, me. Phil. We like the we like Chicago here. I like deep dish pizza. I like all pizza. It doesn't matter what kind. Yes. Stuffed yeah, crust, no crust, either. extra crust, pineapple, no pineapple. I draw the line at the, give it. Uh, at the uh, 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 
Anchovies, yeah. I was going to say sardines, yeah. but who puts that on beans? Somebody somewhere puts sardines on beans. Some Canadian, probably. Yeah. It's weird. Canadians. Pizzas like blowjobs. All of them are different, but none of them are bad. No, there you go. <laughs> All right. I think we're going to end it on that one. All right. So this is <laughs> a good one. It's it a good one to end it on right there. All right. So I just want to thank my guest, Nate Smythe, for joining us this week. Filling in for Hoovy on assignment, doing Lucha stuff with Lucha people, doing Lucha things and Lucha Libre establishments. Uh, thanks, Nate, for joining us, brother. I do appreciate the hell out of you coming on. Yeah, Everybody man. needs to follow Thank Nate you. on TikTok at Nate Smythe. You'll be able to see his name at the bottom of the screen. Uh, his TikTok is hilarious. He has over a bazillion likes. Uh, one point four million. Let's go. Yeah, let's go. That's huge, dude. I have one video with five million views. No, I'm about to hit five thousand likes, and I thought that was huge. That's pretty good. I can't get more than you know a couple now, but. Oh, okay. It's but crazy. Right. No, thank no, you. No, you do you do good shit on there, dude. Don't be selling yourself short. I appreciate it. No, you just gonna you're well, just gonna I pop one sure. off another day. Yeah. You need to fill but, in reactions uh, no, to Drew McIntyre's uh, loin falling off. Dude, I Listen, mean, you got that thing. Hundred thousand views. What a rock! What a rock! What a hog! Yeah. <laughs> Look at the hog on yeah, this guy. Yeah. What's your favorite team? Arkansas Razorbacks? Big Hogs fan, huh? <laughs> Gee, God, yeah, look at his dick and go, pick McSuey. That thing is a monster. All right, well, oh, man. Uh, all right, Nate, thank you for joining us this week on Sofa King Smarts Podcast. Once again, you can uh, follow me at Chet is Wrestling. My name's Chet Von Chetsky. Please give us a like, follow, and subscribe at Sofa King Smarts on Spotify, YouTube, Google Podcasts, TikTok, Facebook, MySpace. I'm in Nate's top eight, Hoobie's top eight, Bobby's bottom eight, because he can suck it from Saturday. CM Punk's back. Please like and subscribe. Thank you for watching Sofa King Smarts podcast. Yeah. And if you could do the Macho Man a favor, yeah, if you could please give them a like, follow, and subscribe, the Macho Man would appreciate it.